Listen, Jerry, I, I don't want to overstep my bounds or anything. It's your house. It's your world. You're a real Julius Caesar. But I'll tell you, tell you how, how I feel about school, Jerry. It's a waste of time. Bunch of people running around, bumping into each other. Got guy up front says two plus two. People in the back say four. Then the, then the bell rings. They give you a carton of milk and a piece of paper that says you can go take a dump or something. I mean, it's, it's not a place for smart people, Jerry. I know that's not a popular opinion. That's my two cents on the issue. Welcome to the pursuit of serotonin. You are with me, Mumba. I hope you guys are doing well. It's been a minute. I even feel ashamed. I feel ashamed coming this late to you guys, but I feel I have to put it out there that this might be not my last episode, but I'll be going on a break. I think officially, let me just put it out there that if I come back, then good for me. Good for you guys who also listen and enjoy. But if I don't, like not permanently, but just for a month or two, I need some time to myself, I need to think, I need to get my life in order and all that good stuff, but yeah, anyway, um, how have you guys been? <laughs> I mean, you can text me how you've been, if you need someone to talk to, I'm, I'm always there, if you want to be my friend and you're feeling shy, come through please, I mean. I'm always willing to have more friends, but no, everyone says I want to be my friend, but they don't DM me. I say, you know, I want friends. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, let me just give you a update from where we left off. So yeah, I think I had exams and all that stuff, so I was quite busy. I also picked up, you know, a hobby, another hobby except podcasting. I now paint. So as I'm recording this episode, I am going to be applying gesso to my paper. So this this will be interesting. Like I'm multitasking so that you know I don't have to gesso. I don't have to record separately. So I'll just do everything at the same time. So if you hear noise in the background, forgive me. So yeah, I asked you guys. Shit. Anyway, I asked you guys to send me questions i think i asked a hundred times and i wasn't receiving enough questions but the questions i was receiving from some of you please ah. <laughs> ask that to edit some of them out but yeah <laughs> the person knows themselves but yeah so i asked instagram i asked twitter twitter people as usual they retweeted they liked but they never slid in my dm with questions but i know my instagram buddies they have my back let me put this on my feet my water bottle my instagram buddies have my back even though they tripped at first but yeah they asked after i shouted at them so let's get into it the first question wasn't really a question it was a compliment firstly you're so bold and that is to be admired wow I'm flattered. I don't really see myself as bold. I never thought of it that way. I'm really flattered. Then, secondly, what drives you to stay confident? Okay, so I'll keep the names anonymous. Yeah, I'll keep the names anonymous. But you know yourselves, the people who ask the questions, that's if you even listen. But yeah, what drives you to stay confident? Hmm. I'd like to say 
the fact that if you're not confident you're going to miss out on a lot yeah if you're not confident you'll be scared to do so many things to talk to so many people and you end up missing on so much that life has to offer so much good food so much good so many good people all because you are shy so yeah that's my fear that's why i stay confident because life's short i want to enjoy it to the fullest so that when i go to heaven i'd be like yeah i lived even as a broke girl i still lived um yeah okay. so i think i'll wait for this to dry then the third question was your top five films of all time well number one for me would be i don't think five is enough but let me just say i would watch these movies i just mentioned movies that i love all my gesso dries let me move my paper to the side just move my paper to the side and wait for it to dry okay so my top five films of all time i'll mention about nine or so first has to be brother bear i think for me brother bear maybe it's because like i think it i can't remember but i feel like that's the first movie i remember watching at the cinema at the kids i don't know if it's brother bear or nemo I have to ask my sister but yeah i think it was brother bear when they brought the cinema to kids i can't even remember which movie that was but anyway that's the that's the the long that's the first movie i ever watched at the cinema and i loved it so much i still watch it today it still gets to my soul everything about it is just i think everyone has watched it you know the guy was given some i don't know how to pronounce it a totem and he didn't like it but yeah it, it went beyond just you know being a cuddly bear or lovable bear and all that stuff he ended up killing an actual bear and that's how he transformed into a bear it's some touching movie you guys should watch it if you haven't it's a cartoon second one for me has to be kung fu hustle because it um my dad and my brother loved it so when it, it reminds me of them so i guess that's why i like it because i feel like whenever my dad would watch it you know it would make him happy and my brother too i don't know my brother has got like this the funny he's going to listen to this oh my god this is this ugh, oh my i even feel like puking if he's going to listen to this I'm not getting lovey-dovey, but yeah, he's got the funniest laugh ever, so it's like contagious. So whenever he would watch it, you know, even though I don't, I never used to get the scenes, but the fact that he's laughing, I don't know, something like that. It's some cute shit, but I ain't cute. I ain't cute. I don't know if you listen to this. I hope not. Anyway, and my third movie has to be Deadpool. You know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. <laughs> has to be Deadpool because I love Ryan Reynolds so much. That's it. That's my only reason. I'm just obsessed with him, you know. And then fourth has to be the hunchback of Notre Dame. Um It's just a sad movie. 
Like, I just felt it wasn't... I wasn't even supposed to be watching that movie at such a young age. It was too... It's just too much for kids to be watching. I don't even know why Disney used to bring it. Like, the hunchback, you know, the guy kills his mother. He's always bringing this guy down, calling him ugly. No one wants you. No one... Like, kids aren't supposed to be watching that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, there were lessons behind it. You know, not every love is supposed to be romantic. He ended up... You know, the girl ended up choosing the other guy. Huh? Uh, I don't know where I left off. Wherever I left off, whatever. Anyway. And then, the next ones, I can't pick because they seem so, they seem the same but so different. I feel like one is for guys, one girls relate to more, but they're all funny. But yeah. Booksmart and Good Boys. I love those movies. Maybe because I watched them in the same night. So, like, I always pair them up together when someone asks me for movie recommendations. I'm just like, you have to watch Booksmart. You have to watch Good Boys. Like, some funny stuff. Honestly, <laughs> that, that, I think that was the peak of movies. That was last year, the other year. That was, like, the peak. <laughs> Whenever going to have good movies again because even when looking for movies i'm just like i wish i never watched these movies and the next last but not least every day um every day is about some girl who falls in love with i could say a personality a guy or a girl we don't he didn't remember he she didn't remember their gender let me just say they, yeah they didn't remember their gender you know, all they know is that they were born in some, I don't know if it was Georgia or something. But yeah, then switches bodies every day, takes over somebody's body, like possesses them and lives their lives for that one day. And he has to live them the way that person is. So today he could wake up as a blind girl. Tomorrow he's waking up as a gay man. The next day, you know, stuff like that. But he meets this girl at some point and then because you know he switches bodies according to location so if he's in say lusaka he's going to be rotating in lusaka until maybe that person moves somewhere in kabwe then he'll be rotating in kabwe then near near to kabwe would send dollar then just like that but yeah he ended up trying to be you know switch bodies in places where the girl is found ended up coming out to her and saying oh yo this is the deal my name is a <laughs> I, I I switch bodies every day. I was with you on this and this a day. And yeah, I ended up falling in love. But the thing is, you know, only love isn't enough, I guess. So yeah, I mean, you guys should watch it. The name is Every Day. And then someone asked. Somebody asked. If you've tried Moroccan food, what Moroccan dish do you recommend? If not, why not? I have tried Moroccan food and I cannot give you any recommendation because I've only tried like one dish, couscous. And oh, no, Moroccan food isn't salty enough for me. It just doesn't move me like that. I can say I'm still yet to try more, but I just don't have the motivation for it. So, current shit. Currently, no recommendations. Why not? It's not salty enough for my Zambian taste buds. And then, do you think Rihanna's vocal ability? What do you think of Rihanna's vocal ability? To be honest, ah, the thing is, 
I've only heard like what five four covers that Rihanna has done of other people. I feel like I rate people's vocal ability according to how many covers they can do, the range. That's the thing, yeah. We've seen Ariana do multiple covers, Beyonce do so many covers, Jennifer Hudson, all these people. They do a lot of covers. But with Rihanna, she usually does like reggae covers. You get and the thing with reggae is that they don't really sing, so we can't rate her vocal abilities. So I, I really can't even, she's not touching the other pop girls like Nomani or Ariana. Like we can see them playing with the with their vocals. Ariana with her whistle notes, she's like, you know, trailing Mariah. It's, I don't know, Rihanna, she releases bops, but vocally, I can't put her there. But bops, oh, she could be the queen of bops. She has, she, I don't think she has a bad song at all. Do you think cis women are as homophobic as cis men? Uh, yeah. I feel like they are homophobic. There are some homophobic cis women. Nah, they are as homophobic as cis men. I mean, homophobia is everywhere. So, obviously, they are going to be as... I can't measure it saying individually because, you know, I'm just going to generalize it. They are homophobic. And the world needs to do better. It's 2020. You cannot be homophobic in 2020. Like, are you mad? Is this the 1950s or something? People need to grow up. I'm even tired of having this chat. I mean, I do have now adult conversations with people when they try to ask me. But if they ask me just for my setting and to waste my time, I'm just like, bro, I can't be doing this. Like, if my... 16 year old sister can how old is she 15 if my 15 year old sister can easily grasp the concept what's stopping a whole 23 year old person from understanding that homophobia is intolerable anyway we're different but me don't come around me if you're about if you're on that wave mm, i don't like homophobes friends with a heart hmm i don't know how to say friends with a heart are you asking to be friends yeah i want friends Dear me, if you want to be my friend, when's the next episode? This is the next episode. This is the next episode, baby. Um, we don't know what to ask. That's just Enrico. I will ignore. Aha, someone asked, what's your take on parallel uni- er, parallel earths? <laughs> I love such topics. Let me just start by saying that I was supposed to do the conspiracy theory episode. Have my paper dried? No, there's a hair. Where's the hair from? <laughs> oh my good. Anyway, what's my take on parallel earths? Right now I'm feeling deja vu. I feel like I've done this before. Like. <laughs> Anyway, we've we'll, we'll talk about deja vu on this question anyway. So I think I wrote something down about it, just some notes so that I can. You know, the thing with conspiracy theories, guys, is that it's so hard to explain. You start, you start saying this, you end up going like conspiracy theories are so. You know, there's a base underneath that base. There's another base. So you're, you're just trying to get to the tip of the triangle, but you keep going lower. The more you try to climb, the lower you go. So like the way I'm going to be explaining the whole parallel universe to you guys, you find there'll be cases where, or like when I was trying to explain like the Jeffrey Epstein issues, 
you have to explain who Jeffrey Epstein is. You go below who his connections are to his brother. You go to the side from his brother. You find his brother had a friend who was friends with the guy who was below Jeffrey. And then they had some mutual interest with some girl. Like, there's just... There's just so much to uncover when it comes to conspiracy theories. Anyway, my, my take on parallel universes, I do believe there are... Oh, sorry, guys, if you're... If you get triggered or you're religious, I, I really need to put these warnings out there because there's some people who truly don't want to listen. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's some people who genuinely don't want to listen to anything that, you know, would make them question their religion. I'm just like, y'all keep doing you. Me, I have questions. I want to feel shy asking. <clears throat> anyway. Uh-huh. What was I? I asked you. You know, the universe is really large, eh? And it goes beyond what scientists have been able to actually study. They haven't studied everything. Maybe they haven't even studied the percentage of the universe. So you can imagine just this drop that they've studied and there, you know, there was the whole rumors of life on Mars and all that stuff. So imagine in other galaxies and that's just the milky way where we're doing this stuff and all that thing now imagine other galaxies what's going on like the universe is really large so let me just try explaining what um, a parallel Earth, universe, multiverse, whatever you'd like to call it, is this is this is just like another universe that's existing somewhere out there. It hasn't been discovered. They could be even five or six or ten. Multi. They go beyond uh, a lot. And then you have a cosmic twin on in each universe. Let me just say, yeah, you have a cosmic twin in each universe that's living a life like yours. So you find scientists already like some of the reasons why people feel like the multiverse and the universes cosmic twins exists is the way I was saying that oh deja vu such things they people say oh maybe your cosmic twin in another universe is doing the same thing that you're doing right now and they're going to make another decision and they're going to take another decision yeah that's when you have deja vu or the Mandela effect, if three people have heard about it, where some woman in 1996 or something said Mandela died and it was on the news. And then it turns out she wasn't the only one who remembered Mandela dying back then in 1996. Other people came forward and say, yeah, he was actually on the news and they announced it. And, you know, Winnie Mandela was actually on TV you know, giving a speech of how he died in prison and all that stuff. But next thing they know is Mandela is walking the streets. People are following camera. So she was like, this man died. How is this you here? That's the Mandela effect where you remember something as you remember something, but it wasn't as it is. You know, the way E.G. Looney Tunes, yeah? Most people remember it being Looney Tunes, like cartoons, T-O-O-N-S. But when you actually check, it's T-U-N-S. T-U-N-E-S. So it's like, when did this change you get? Anyway, it's something like that, where things aren't 
as they maybe you remember coca-cola being written in a certain way but next thing you know the font is different then when you google it's telling you it's actually been like this the whole time so people feel like maybe some way the two universes got worked together something like that anyway you know another thing is some french guy was traveling and to japan apparently but he was moving with you know a currency that's never been seen on the earth they asked him for his passport and everything was legal but the places that were on the passport were not places that they didn't exist on this earth but they were stamped everything looked legal but the thing is the names were so different so they were like who stamped this stuff and then he was speaking french and he pointed on the map where he was from and you know the town that he was pointing at existed on the map but in a different name and they told him this doesn't exist i don't know they held him captive for like a night like they locked him up the next day they they went to check he wasn't there so they're wondering where did the person go after he's been confined with all this security others say some wormhole opened and he entered like there's just so many theories to it that were just i don't know um oh yeah you know how the big bang happened yeah now that happened in our galaxy yeah yeah being this people are saying it's people scientists believe that this is you know the people who study physics yeah sorry i'm eating so <laughs> they believe that wow that big bang happened for us years ago yeah what's stopping that from happening in another universe you get as we are speaking now there could be a big bang happening and the world forming in another universe the thing with universe itself is that it's only talking about this specific universe one universe the one that can be observed by scientists and it's not that big it's a really small space and they can't go further than that that's the thing because the person will come back old and wrinkly like you know it takes years for you to to go out of space to travel a certain distance and come back i don't know the measurements i didn't really research and all that but yeah so while there's that happening and maybe after that big bang again life is formed and another you is formed you make a certain decision while that your 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 cosmic twin in that universe makes a certain decision this decision you make forms another universe so they make a certain decision you make a certain decision another cosmic twin makes another decision more multi-universes are formed that's how it is so each decision you make forms another multi-universe so you can find four of your multi-universe twins make decisions that form other universes daughter universes like i don't know how to explain it i sound mad <laughs> i thought it'd be easy to explain but it's not easy to explain yeah so anyway in conclusion there could be a hundred views out there there could be a hundred views out there maybe who knows who knows maybe they've actually you know the only way you can actually get to those those guys is maybe if you go into a wormhole but you have to travel like so many di- I, I i read it was like one with a hundred zeros in kilometers that's how much you you might you will travel for you to actually watch this thing end up into another 
but that would take years and years by the time you're reaching you're dead you're decomposed and all that stuff but there could be you know cosmic twins in other universes maybe who's a you who's a president or a scientist and they've managed to figure out maybe you know the way we can get on a bus or on a tram or in a train or in a plane maybe that's how it is for them getting into wormholes but they just haven't yet discovered our universe who knows anyway i just i was explaining like you know a small thing his question was do you think the attainment of peace on those parallel earths might affect our peace on, on this one i really do feel so because you know the way there's you know evil moti good moti picoric and all those all those guys yeah and rick and moti what's stopping there from being evil mumba you get so in this universe i might be a good person in another universe i might be a murderer in the other one i might be a chef in the other one i might be a president like there are hundreds of me out there that i may not even know about or doing the same thing as me right now maybe the president is giving a speech and i'm here recording who knows the killer right now might be giving his speech to his vic to her victim who knows so yeah i feel like there wouldn't really be peace because human beings are selfish so you find we discover each other next thing it's like oh you know the way the americans want to rule practically everything on this earth could be the same thing there they would be like now we want that world we want to colonize that world so they would be again fighting for power currency whose currency is supposed you get so i really don't feel there would be any peace on this one either plus capitalism there's just so much that's going to be involved ah okay next question what's your take on a guy and the girl being best friends does it work out or not hmm I'm shocked this is a question. <laughs> it does work out. I feel like this issue started from our parents telling us girls and guys can't be friends because they always want to have sex with each other. They always want to sleep with each other. But are we animals, guys? Mm. Like, you know, we're supposed to have self-control. You just can't be sleeping with every gym and jack that's out there who's willing to sleep with you. Same with friends. You can't be attracted to all your friends like that you get so i feel like guys and girls can be friends there's no issue with that and if the, the only issue is that now when you start having spouses you'll be maybe jealousy and abandonment issues so the friendship will get distance along distant but yeah the friendship will get distant along the way huh yes <sighs> yes where was i yes the friendship will obviously there'll be distance here and there but yeah i feel like with discipline sexual discipline everything like you just can't be falling for everyone Girls and guys can be friends. It shouldn't be that hard, but you know this generation and people not being able to control their sexual desires. <laughs> Man, it's wild. That's none of my business. Me or my friendship, the sexual discipline. It's even we are talking about it like that, but yeah. Where guys and girls can be best friends. There's no problem with that. If you establish boundaries 
what's to say on cheating partners what's there to say on cheating partners stay single if you know i feel like you know with cheating partners i feel like people mean like you know the way some guys say they don't intend to cheat or some girls actually can't help themselves from cheating i feel like they need to you know research on being polyamorous because majority of the times these people aren't meant to be monogamous but they're forced to be because maybe the person they're with is monogamous at the end of the day you find them they are polyamorous so don't force things if you know that you know your your heart is able to love multiple people stay single explore yourself is that really who you are is that really what you want are you a relationship person you know there's really nothing wrong with being polyamorous and monogamous but just know who you are and find people who vibe with you and will love you the way you are that's all i have to say otherwise cheating it's not a plan it's deceitful no person deserves to go through all that heartache crying over you every day like nah don't cheat cheating is a choice so if you see that you know you can't manage you're always going to be cheating just leave the person alone that's all i can say Hmm. oh someone asked how much did the death of a childhood friend affect your life i was wondering should this get its own episode or something but i'll chat about it Mm. so when i was in grade six or five no, nah, that was grade six because yeah, as at at Pinewood, so I had uh, I used to live in flats in Emmasdale, like yeah. So we had neighbors. It was just the neighborhood of us friends and all that stuff. Anyway, this is the story time. Yeah, and you know that thing of where we were all just waiting for everyone to shift out eventually because our parents are all building houses. So it was like everyone just has to shift out eventually. So yeah, then. At the end of the day, we remained two houses. Good friends, Mwape, Waza, and Mutale, who lived opposite us. Me, my, my brother, Chisenga, and Linda lived there. And then in grade six, I think, because we were friends since birth. I think these guys even held me in diapers, but Mutale was a year younger than me. In grade six, um, Mutale got, when I was in grade six, that is, he was in grade five, he got sick and all that. I don't know if this is my story to tell, but it's just my part of my story. Yeah, he got sick and all that. But the thing is, you know, being a being a child, seeing such such things, I feel like it was probably going to end up messing up with our minds. So there were certain precautions that were taken to take care of everyone, I guess, and himself also, because you know, sick people aren't supposed to be really exposed to people who are outside and carrying bacteria and all that stuff. So we never really saw him like that the only time that i saw him was the time my mom carried me and told me let's go to the hospital and see Motale. that was in his birthday that was only i only saw him twice during his sickness that was the time yeah so you can imagine being friends with someone practically your whole life and then one day you're told he's not playing he's not feeling well you go the next day he's not playing he's not feeling well the next day he's not playing today sorry he's not feeling well and then that's the point where i gave up and i was like i don't know what he's actually sick of then but yeah I, my mom made me understand that there are certain things children can't understand you know the hawkering bacteria and all that that's the reason you can't actually go see him because you end up making things worse so i stopped going over and asking for him unless you know his mom would be like okay come see him now that's when you know i would go but it was really a hard time for me 
what I can remember. Just the whole phase of him being sick because now I had no one to play with. Everyone else was grown up and I was still young. You know, it was just weird. Where the week before you saw this guy smiling across the road and the next week you don't see them, it was something else. Then it just went on like that for, I think, a year or so. I remember entering grade 7 and it was Lusungu's birthday on the 28th of January. All I remember is that my dad was in Ethiopia and he came back on her birthday. Then a few days later, I think early February, I just had cars pulling up like to the yard and then there was a lot of crying and I was in the living room. I don't know what I was watching on TV and then I just looked outside and I was like, huh, you know, maybe it's something else. It didn't click in my mind. So I just went to my room. I knelt down that day and I just asked God, like, it shouldn't be what I'm thinking. It shouldn't be what I'm thinking. The more I cried, the more people pulled up crying. My mom went over to check what was going on. And yeah, they told her the news. It took a while for her to break it down to me because I kept passing in the living room, but she wasn't saying anything until she was on the phone. And then she was like, Tilina Malilo and you know, our neighbor and all that stuff. Then I remember I just looked at her and tears just started dropping from my face because now you're just thinking that I didn't know how to understand it, like what's going on. I couldn't even go over, but she just had to force me because, you know, if me as a friend, I was feeling that way, how would, you know, the brother and sister, the, that brother and sister, the sisters, Mopinduaza, how could they be feeling in that moment? So it's that thing of where you have to be strong. I couldn't be strong. They were stronger than me. I reached there in the room and tears just started falling and they were the ones comforting me and I felt horrible. <sighs> that was probably top i don't think i've lost a relative and i've felt that way like that was the worst experience i've ever had in my life honestly speaking i can't even put it into words yeah then i couldn't even go for the burial because i was just so depressed i remember on the last day my mom had just had to force me to go to school I couldn't even go outside after break because his friends kept asking me, is Mutale really dead? And you know, it's a thing of where you can see someone is crying, but the thing is we were kids when I think about it. So I guess, you know, it was kind of understandable, but you could see someone was crying, but his classmates are coming to me to ask me, is he really dead? And the words dead just stuck with me. Like, are you seriously asking me that? And there was one guy, because I was a prefect, so there was one guy who actually told me that's why Mutale died and ish man. <sighs> it wasn't a good moment for me. Up to today, I remember I would even have nightmares. There were times he would come in my dreams and he would say it's sorry if this is too triggering for some people, but yeah. There's a moments where I would even dream of him and you know he'd say he's okay. There's some moments would be playing, would be laughing, and I had those dreams somewhere up to grade 10 so you can imagine from grade 7 up to grade 10 three years of nightmares and i had no one to talk to because i remember once my aunt passed a comment like why are you his mother why are you always so sad something like that <sighs> man
it was wild but you know things got better i stopped dreaming about him but i kept thinking about him every day like there would be no day literally there would be no day i wouldn't actually think about him like there would be times where i'd just be depressed out of the blue and you can imagine this is like three four years afterwards and that's when i was recovering from it sometimes i would text his facebook messages and they would be you know opened but i would see i would, I, I think i think it was a hardest password or something yeah so how much did the death of your childhood friend affect your life majorly like majorly it affected me a lot it's the only death that has hit, not even my grandparents death hit like that as a child no child is supposed to experience that no child is supposed to see their best friend go through such pain that's all i can say and african parents really don't know how to handle such situations but always forgiven yeah no child is supposed to go through that anyway what's something you've learned about yourself this year that you love Mm. well again confidence to start this pod so that's one thing Mm, I feel like I have grown emotionally. Yeah, I've grown emotionally and I've become more understanding of people's feelings. I feel like I put people first more than I have ever. Like before I say certain things or I do certain things, I not that I haven't made mistakes. I don't know if I have made mistakes of saying things, you know, prematurely and hurting other people's feelings, but I feel like this year I've really worked on that. And I really do think about the things that I say. I have learned to respect people's life choices. You know, like, I actually have a non-binary friend and it's become more easier for me to actually get pronouns right. So that's a plus, you know. Yeah, that's what I love about myself. My empathy has grown. I can read people now, you know. Hopefully. <laughs> that's what I feel like. I feel like I can now read people's emotions and I can read the room. I know when to leave people alone. So I feel like my intel my emotional intelligence has grown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do the next messages. Someone asked, how have you been mentally? Hmm. On a motherfucking pandemic. <laughs> so I don't know how I've been mentally. I feel like I've been okay. I've been sad. I've been... I feel if it wasn't for Corona, I would be better. Like, you know, I had plans for 2020. I was serious this year. I did everything. I went to the gym. I went to the dermatologist. Like, I was ready for 2020 and my glow up. Then, boom. <laughs> Corona kept and ruined everything. But you know, we move. Mentally right now, I'm okay. I can't say I'm sad or depressed or yeah. I'm okay. Thanks for asking. How have you been? I tell you your favorite things. Mm. What are your favorite things about the country about the country you're in? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite things here. Transport. I love the transport here. It's so cheap and so easy to move around. Mm. What else? 
the people are cool too i love how they are multilingual like you know a lot of them can speak english so it's easy to communicate with people like on the road you you always find someone who speaks english in case you can't read or speak to someone like express exactly what you're trying to say um the clothes i love the clothes <laughs> actually the thing with the clothes is that you can't find whole clothes here that's the thing you know because it's a muslim country so you can't find whole clothes here like the clothes are all covering up and all this stuff like you can't find whole clothes that's that's my only problem with this place otherwise you know it's cool um if not for you would you visit the country yeah i'll, I'll visit probably you know for a holiday you know summer vacation or something i would visit it's a really nice country it's beautiful here i would visit especially fran i would go to fran and dagadi i would visit in casa hmm are you booed up if not do you mind an entanglement and some why do i feel like this is chilumba let me finish with the question do you mind an entanglement and some fun maybe netflix I feel like this is Chilumba. One of my friends, Ozozo, one is pulling my leg on this one. <laughs> Can't put my finger on it. But if it's not any of my friends, or if you're my friend and you're shooting your shot, say it with chest. Let's see. <laughs> say it with chest, then we'll see. <laughs> Which other Zambian podcasts would you recommend? Hmm. Well, what actually inspired me? What actually inspired me to start a podcast was um, yeah. What actually inspired me to start a podcast was Can Culture by Wengas. His pod was so interesting. It's just sad that he doesn't, you know, update them anymore. I think because you know he's doing this whole YouTube stuff. But yeah, his pod. I think by far probably has been my favorite pod, except the totally clueless boys. Boys will always be my favorite, but yeah, Wengas inspired me to start a pod. I I I love listening to him. Then, so you can check out Can Culture. You can check out um, A Slice of Truth by Nason Banda, the second. <laughs> I don't know. Should I say the second Nason? Um. Yeah, then there's raw conversations with crumbs and fanatic. You can check them out. On the rocks. Now on the rocks, I have to actually DM them. I don't know if they'll listen, but on their first episodes, there's some issues with the audio. So I don't know if you guys will manage listening, but yeah, I think I'll have to gain confidence to talk to them about that. Yeah, then there's podcast Zambia. Yeah, there's there is conversations with Lila B, and then there's feminist which has got some sexual liberation for women podcast. Like the guys actually listen to it, so I don't know if it can be for everyone, but yeah, it's mostly about queer people and women's sexual experiences because apparently the men. All their sexual experiences that they were sending, you know, were all rapey and uh, just, uh, I don't know what's wrong with that gender, man. <laughs> yeah. But you should check out Casting with the Feminist Witch on Anchor. I think it could be on Spotify. It's not on Apple, though. So 
check out casting with the very district really interesting different points of view different sexualities different genders it's nice mm. which other one um kabai excuse me kabai there's a girl called kabai she's got her own podcast also i don't think it's on apple let me check anchor my anchor right now i've just forgotten the name of her pod because i don't know what's wrong with anchor yeah i think it's this one everything the everything and anything academy yeah this is kavai's podcast it's really interesting you guys should also check it out and my boys podcast <laughs> totally clueless you must check it out must check it out funny guys content you know they're really consistent i'm lying they are not but they they post when they post <laughs> but yeah but now they post you guys should check it out yeah and then any plans of starting a youtube channel and could you do something for december and christmas weekly or daily kaya like a vlogmas or rather a podmas content we need content i'm scared of doing (laughs) well okay youtube i am planning on starting a youtube but it's usually just for my painting maybe i was thinking of incorporating my podcast with painting this thing even dry speaking of which yeah i was thinking of incorporating my podcasts with painting like while i'm painting we're chatting and i'm explaining stuff that's what i wanted to do yeah because you know there are not a lot of zambian painters on youtube so i was like once i get this painting shit down they go know me they go know me so yeah i'm going to probably start a youtube channel probably next year but no promises yeah and then vlogmas podmas that sounds cool but the thing is it's really tiring being alone sometimes i look at totally clueless people yeah and i I admire i get jealous and i'm like why didn't i start this shit with someone eh now it's too late no one wants to be my partner if i want to be my partner please dm me we can get shit done if you want to host with me i'll be having auditions <laughs> yeah you tell me what your hobbies are and your views on certain topics and then we can see maybe we can start hosting together it's possible to host if you're in another country don't worry we use anchor is here stuck in this gesso i removed it anyway yeah so I'll be holding auditions. Let me know. And then someone else asked me on WhatsApp if I'll open an account for my paintings. And would you like me to open an account for my paintings? That's if I don't open a YouTube channel. Would an account be cool? How many of you are even interested in painting? I just started acrylic painting. So I feel like I'm not yet there, there. But it would be nice to, you know, showcase my journey until when I become a pro Picasso bitch. Yeah. So, I'll probably open an account, not an account, but I'll be using my spam account for my artistic journey. And, yeah. And that's the end. I feel like there are no more questions. I hope these questions were enough. 
I feel they were enough for even reaching one hour. Nah, they are enough. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you've come this far, some of you don't come this far, I see you. But yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for your questions. Please, if you have any questions or you need someone to talk to, you're not in the right mental space. I know right now, you know, lockdown and all that. Please DM me. I am always there, willing to talk, willing to give advice on life issues. Or you can even DM my, what do you call it? Yeah, the anonymous message thing, in case you're feeling shy to come for me, it's in my Instagram bio. Yeah. So, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, Have a good day. Bye.